Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved family. How are you doing? I pray that you're all right, and I pray that you are praying the rosary for this election, for President Trump, for sanity to uh, return to our country, and uh, more than that, for our country to not succumb to socialism um, and utter destruction. Um, uh, I, we had a call a station of the cross received a wonderful call from a gentleman who asked us to beg, beg everyone to be praying the rosary nonstop, round the clock. Um, if, if you know, one prays it at 9, another prays it at 9.05, uh, if we're all praying it, it will be prayed uh, without, without stop, uh, nonstop. We need it. It's the, it is the instrument of our warfare. Um, and that is what Our Lady asked us to do at Fatima, pray the rosary uh, every single day uh, that Russia's errors would not be spread throughout the world. And we have not obeyed that as a people. Uh, many individuals have, but as a people, we have not. And, um, and Russia has spread her errors throughout the world. And uh, we were speaking here in our Priory last night how quickly um, I, I was, it's, it's uh, toward Christmas now, and we don't have catalogs, and we don't go shopping and all of that, but all of a sudden, uh, we're on everybody's mailing list for Christmas. And so I've been getting many um, catalogs and just skimming through them kind of to take a look at the world. Um, oh, my goodness, I, I'm, I was astounded Wherever there's apparel, there's, for one outfit, there's 10 different masks, colors and patterns and uh, designs. And I, I said, what is happening with the world? This is a stable now. Uh, um, uh, uh, not a stable with animals, but a stable item. My goodness, I was shocked that I'm not that far away from what's going on in the world but why have we accepted this why have we made it part of our culture this is I was amazed at that and I said to the sisters how how we can be utterly taken over without a whimper without a word without a fight overnight 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 we've been controlled Overnight we wear masks, even that they're now a fashion item. Um, overnight our churches are closed. Uh, it It is so, it's Twilight Zone. It's Twilight Zone. It's been planned for many, 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 many years. The, the devil uh, has long-range goals. He made them at the garden. He made them the moment God created Adam and Eve and said that the um, that the heel of the woman will crush uh, 
the heel, the, the seed of the woman will crush the seed of Satan. And uh, I'm going to read you an article that um, uh, is, is just astounding, is just astounding. So it's 2,000 years or ever since the fall of Satan, which is before the world began, um, he has been planning all this. And because God's design, his number one instrument to build his kingdom is the family, the target of Satan right from the beginning was to destroy and is to destroy God's design for the family. He's done it right from the beginning, right from the beginning. God picked, uh, took a man, Abraham, out of Ur of the Chaldeans and said, through your seed, Abraham, all the nations of the world will be blessed. That seed, singular, is Christ. And ever since then, the enemy has tried to destroy the people that would come from Abraham, uh, the people of God that would come from Abraham through Isaac, through Jacob, through Judah, through the family of David, um, and and uh, now the son of man, the son of David, uh, the new Adam, anybody that believes needs to be destroyed and the family needs to be destroyed. Every movement, socialism, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, uh, women's equality, I mean, every distortion of God's design has had as as its target to destroy the family, not simply the freedom to do what I want, as I want, when I want, how I want. It is to destroy the family. If you destroy the family, there's no church, there's no civilization. Uh, it is just we're a bunch of animals, and that's what's happening today. I'm not utterly surprised at the devil's designs, uh, even at how blatant they are today. But I am amazed at us, at, at the human race, how quickly we have been, we have succumbed overnight, overnight to lockdowns, which will destroy the family and destroy the church. How quickly we have succumbed to the devil's designs. It is amazing. And I think what brought it out uh, to me astoundingly um, more sharply than before was to see fashion with every kind of mask. You know, you choose one outfit, you know how you could choose, a lady could choose a skirt with 10 different tops, uh, the man the same thing, uh, 10 different sport jackets, and 20 different masks. Really beautiful design, fashion masks. And what is going on here? This is, I... I, you might be shocked at my being so shocked, but I am. It, it's the state. It's, it's, we are, uh, I don't, we're no longer, we're not even guinea pigs. We've totally given in to the evil, to the evil of this world. And so, um, you know, we got calls yesterday um, when I read in the letter by Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano um, to the United States. The, the, he's, God has given us a shepherd in uh, Archbishop Vigano who has spoken out as no shepherd in this United States has. He's our shepherd. He's telling us what is and what we are to do. 
and how we're to face this and what we're not to uh, take in, all of that. Um, and people called uh, offline. They didn't even want to get on the air uh, just to say that it was unloving, harsh, uh, my, you know, they just, why am I speaking out so harshly without hope? Well, I started the program with Archbishop Vigano's uh, letter uh, to us, which was filled with hope, filled with hope. If anybody ignores and is blind to our situation, there's no hope in that. That's the devil's plan for us to have um, baseless hope, empty hope. But Archbishop Vigano has given us hope, has given us the path by facing the reality. And when I woke up this morning there once, I thought of that. And I thought, if you were alive, when God, God put his son to death on the cross, God put his son to death. Did we put his son to death? Of course we did. Of course we did. Did the Jews kill him? They did. Did the Gentiles kill him? They did. But what killed Christ? It was sin that killed him. It was sin that killed the Savior. My sin and yours. And if he didn't come for your sin, beloved, he's not your Savior, and hell is your destiny. There's only one Savior of the world, and it's Christ. Is it because we put him on the cross? No. We did put him on the cross, but he came to die. He came to die. Would you say that the father putting his son to death on the cross was filled with hope? It was harsh. What was that about? We know the outcome. And so, yes, it's the hope of the whole world that the Savior came and was the only acceptable sacrifice to God for our sin. Yes, yes, yes. But at the time... uh, you would say, we thought he was the Messiah. The the disciples work, walking on the road to Emmaus. Jesus said, what's wrong? And they said, are you the only one in Judea, Jerusalem, that doesn't know what happened? We thought it was he. We thought it was he that was going to free Israel. But he died. He died. And they were, they were forlorn. They were depressed. They were terrible. He was our hope, and now he's dead. And God put him to death. Is that harsh? Was there hope? No, of course not. But those who knew the scripture and knew he would rise from the dead in three days, uh, destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days. Those who understood what he meant uh, had tremendous hope. And if they didn't, and the disciples didn't because they didn't understand that he was God, they came to believe he was the Messiah, but they didn't understand that the Messiah was God himself. There are many Jewish people today who absolutely believe in the Messiah, believe that he's coming. Some believe that he's come, but uh, they do not understand his divinity. And that is the whole thing. Who do you say? Who do men say that I am? Elijah, Jeremiah, all of that. But no, he is God. And that's why they put him to death because of his claim that he was God. So anyone looking for the Messiah today, you need to understand that Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, is God himself, come to earth and took flesh from the virgin. Um, There's our music, dear ones. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails and stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is at a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. The Station of the Cross thanks our financial supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. As a nonprofit lay organization not affiliated with your diocese, our apostolate is listener supported. Through your generosity, we're able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support, and may God bless you and your family. This is Terry Barber from the Terry and Jesse Show. We bring you the gospel with clarity and charity. If you have any questions about the faith or what is happening in the church, be sure to tune in at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific. You can call us during the show, 888-526-2151. The Terry and Jesse Show, weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network and heard around the world on the iCatholic Radio app. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, dear family, to Mother Miriam Live. I mentioned at the beginning of the program that I wanted to read an article. It's by Stephen Mosher, M-O-S-H-E-R, who is the president of the Population Research Institute, and he is the author of uh, Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to the World Order. Um, uh Mr. Mosher gives us some direction, uh, clarity right now and direction. And the article is on LifeSite News um, titled Color Revolution. Biden team is following carefully scripted coup intended to take down America. Now, you may think this is sensational. It's it's on us, beloved. This is hearsay. Uh, this is in prophecy. This is today. And this is a carefully scripted coup intended to take down our constitutional republic and transform it into something unrecognizable to our founders and inimical to our liberties. I'm going to read this article. Stephen Mosher is um, utterly, utterly um, faithful, orthodox, Catholic, um been all over the world he knows what he's saying i think his specialty for years has been china 
This is an article written just yesterday. And um, uh, it begins, I know that some of you may be dispirited, even despairing, that Trump and all of us who support him did not achieve a decisive win on Election Day. But events are moving very quickly now. We need everyone to get back on their feet and back in the game. Your country needs you. The babies need you. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, uh, our brother who called uh, Station of the Cross begging uh, everyone through Station of the Cross to pray the rosary. The lives of millions and millions of babies are at stake. This is the issue. Nothing comes close to it. Pray the rosary. And uh, Stephen Moshe says the first thing everyone must recognize is the seriousness of the current situation. We are in the middle of what is called color revolution. This is a carefully scripted coup intended to take down our constitutional republic and transform it into something unrecognizable to our founders and inimical to our liberties. This means... That what just listen clearly, beloved, this is sane. Uh, what is sane, S-A-N-E, is what is reality. This is reality, beloved. Stephen Mosher says this means that what just happened was not a normal election. Rather, it was a prescripted scam used by the revolutionaries to determine how many votes they needed to tip the balance in their favor. Once they knew that number in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, late ballots are being discovered to put their candidate in the lead. This is how the left operates in places like Venezuela. It must not be allowed to succeed here. The forces arrayed against us are formidable. I'm not talking here, Stephen Mosher says, just about the Democratic Party. Despite the fact that it has been hollowed out by socialists, it alone could be dealt with. Rather, I'm talking also about the globalists and their institutions, including Wall Street and the major U.S. media. And of course, I'm talking about the Chinese communists and their many front organizations and flunkies in the United States. Joe Biden is the compromised candidate of all these groups. In the same way, the chaos is not just about President Trump. It is about defeating and disarming every last one of us who believes in the promise of America as a sovereign nation that defends life protects liberty, and preserves equal justice before the law. As the president has said, quote, they are really after you. I am just in the way, end quote. The president is right. In order to encourage each other, Stephen Mosher says, in order to encourage each other and organize, we must all move into new media. Now listen to this. Even now, this is what Stephen Moshe is saying, and um, I trust these his analysis. Even Fox Fox News, aside from the evening talk show hosts, can no longer be trusted. This is almost astounding. I listened to a couple of people on Fox News, and I began to wonder about them. Um, 
because there are some very good solid commentators on Fox News, but he said, aside from the evening talk show hosts, um, even Fox can no longer be trusted. And he says this, and he's not paid to say it, sign up for LifeSite News and other news sites like Epoch, E-P-O-C-H Times, uh, Breitbart, Newsmax, One American News, or Real America's Voice. Use Twitter, but link up on Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, as well uh, for the day when at Jack shuts you down like he has so many others. Now, I'm not familiar with all these. I'm just reading them. He says, to encourage ourselves and others, keep the Trump signs up and the flags flying. Ramp back up the Trump trains that shocked the opposition. I look for the president and his surrogates to start holding rallies again soon. It is a great way for him to bypass the hostile media and speak directly to the American people. Do not listen to the voices of surrender. There will surely be a few of these from the members of the Republican establishment. Take your cues instead from people like Newt Gingrich, Tom Cotton, Alan West, Mike Huckabee, Donald Trump Jr., and of course, from the president himself. Finally, and most importantly, we must pray. Try to spend time before the Blessed Sacrament to pray for our country and our president. The late, great Father John Harden often reminded us to never underestimate the graces that flow from spending any amount of time in his Eucharistic presence. Prayer can change history. And I'm going to comment on that one. Uh, It's not that prayer changes history, it's that God changes history through prayer, right? But he uses us. We must pray. We must be on our knees. We all know about the Battle of Lepanto, but let me also share with you a much more recent example that comes from the people power. Um, uh, quote unquote, quote, people power, end quote, revolution in the Philippines, which was shared with me, uh, Stephen Mosher says, by Cardinal um, Jaime Sin, the then Cardinal Archbishop of Manila, over dinner some years ago, Cardinal Sin is a saint. Uh, Stephen Mosher goes on to say, in 1986, the people of Manila rose up and demanded an end to the dictatorship of Ferdinand Marcos. Cardinal Sin was afraid that the demonstrations, which grew larger every day, would end in a government crackdown and much bloodshed. He called all of the convents in the country and begged the nuns to get down on their knees before the Blessed Sacrament and pray for divine intervention. Quote, raise your arms to heaven as Moses did and pray for victory, he told them. Pray that Marcus will step down and democracy restored, end quote. The key moment came when the demonstrators approached the presidential palace. Listen to this, beloved. It's chilling. The key moment came when the demonstrators approached the presidential palace. The palace guard was lined up in firing position just as the commander was about to give the order to fire. A beautiful lady appeared. I've read this before and I'm one chill. I'm one goosebump. Just as the commander was about to give the order to fire, a beautiful lady appeared in the sky before the soldiers. 
they all simultaneously took their fingers off the triggers. The massacre was averted and Marcus fled. Do you think it can't happen today? Do you think Our Lady is... uh, not pouring out every grace on us by her son. She needs us to pray the rosary. She wants us to pray the rosary. Can God do all this without us? Yes, but he hasn't chosen to do it without us. Um, And we need to pray the rosary, and we need to get on our knees. In order to defeat those who would steal not just an election, but our very country, we must likewise storm heaven. Article from LifeSite News. Beloved, um, there's no way I could be grateful enough for the Station of the Cross because that's how this all began, through the Station of the Cross um, uh, when I was put off Relevant Radio contacting me and asking me if I would join them. And I said, yes, 100%. Uh, They don't have the outreach of some larger radio uh, uh, conglomerates, so to speak, Um, But I tell you what, God has always worked through a remnant. And they are, their outreach is now, uh, they don't need a million radio stations. Their outreach is now all over the world. Because God, and through LifeSite, over 40 million people, um, the the, um, friendship, the collaboration with LifeSite News and Station of the Cross is a match made in heaven. Uh, neither of them are afraid. Both of them are uncompromising and revere truth. No exaggeration, um, uh, just truth, which is the only thing that saves us. And so if you sign up, um, you can listen through li- through the Station of the Cross, you will be safe. Uh, LifeSite News, you will be safe as a I want to tell you, when I go to the internet, LifeSite News is my number one, my number one news source. It is the, uh, John Henry Western co-founder says it's the most popular LifeSite, um, pro-life uh, uh, organization on the web. It is. Um, it, popular is not the issue. It, it's the go-to. That's what he's saying. It's the go-to website. Why? Because everything pertaining to life is on there. Is is people say, but Mother Miriam, isn't your focus on the restoration of the family? It certainly is. And all of this, all of this connects to the restoration of the family because the enemy wants to destroy the family. Everything LifeSite News has on its website has to do with life, pro-life, uh, everything. And it's accurate, it's trustworthy, uh, they have people uh, reporting all over the world. I've met them, uh, they are outstanding. So sign up, whether you donate or not, is God's work through you. I, this is not a fundraising plea, it's a plea for us to know and to fearlessly live the truth. It is the only solution to not just the restoration and the salvation of America, but of our own souls to know and live the truth. There's the music for our break, dear ones. We will be back after the break, and the next half hour is ours. Call in with anything on your heart, toll free, one 511 
888-528-5483 or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. Exorcist Father Chad Ripperger has asked that this prayer be recited each day until the election is called. In his name and by the power of his cross and blood, I ask Jesus to bind any evil spirits, forces, and powers of the earth, air, fire, or water, of the netherworld, and the satanic forces of nature. By the power of the Holy Spirit and by his authority, I ask Jesus Christ to break any curses, hexes, or spells and send them back to where they came from, if it be his holy will. I beseech thee, Lord Jesus, to protect us by pouring thy precious blood on us, which thou hast shed for us, and I ask thee to command that any departing spirit Spirits leave quietly without disturbance and go straight to thy cross to dispose of as thou seest fit. I ask thee to bind any demonic interaction, interplay, or communications. I place this election under the protection of the blood of Jesus Christ, which he shed for us. Amen. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, dear ones. Um, to Mother Miriam Live. We are here. We have a whole half hour to ourselves, and I invite you to call in with anything at all on your heart. does not need to be what I'm speaking about or the election or, or our situation in the United States, anything that's on your heart. It is so crucial, dear ones, that we know how to live our faith in the midst of what we're dealing with now. And... Um, <clears throat> I want to tell you that if you're having trouble in your marriage, trouble with your children, trouble with the family, um, trouble with priorities, uh, it is simply the enemy that is trying to foil you, and uh, he's very happy with your state uh, of being. But there's a way out, 
And that's what we need to find today. Uh, the reason we have such evil in our country for, yes, the enemies behind it, but it's that Catholics have not lived their faith for many reasons. They haven't been taught. I came into the church in 95 and saw three generations lost to the faith. It's still the case, dear ones. And so Catholics don't know their faith. They cannot live a faith. They don't know who's to blame for that. We could blame all kinds of people. But the fact is, we are soldiers of Christ. We need to start taking up our cross and follow him. We need to start living our faith. No more excuses. No matter what, if you say our priest hasn't taught us, our bishop hasn't taught us, then there are many good and holy priests and bishops who do teach well, uh, but we have the catechism, we have the encyclicals of the Holy Fathers, the the, uh, the Church Fathers, uh, the Scriptures. There is no excuse for anyone not living their faith. Absolutely not. Um, even as Pope Benedict said when he was yet Cardinal Ratzinger, that he predicted within our time that the Church would go underground. But uh, we have... Uh, many reasons and we could say there's a lot of persecution already in the country or at least coming it's not an excuse to not live our faith Uh, we need to live for the one who gave his life for us so call in with anything on your heart and you could say how do i do this in the midst of our situation um i don't have all the answers but uh, together we'll find a way to be a witness to our lord in the world we have Martin on the line. Uh, are you there, dear brother? Hello, hello, Mother Miriam. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm calling, I'm calling from Ireland. You sound like it, Martin. How it's beautiful <laughs> to hear you. you, you, where, <laughs> where, you. In, where in Ireland are you? I'm actually living in Kerry. It's in the okay. southwest. Yes, I know. God and, bless uh, you. Yeah. I'm just wondering, I'm just, I'm just ringing uh, to let you know, I, I watch your show all the time. Uh, we've actually been watching it for the last oh, few weeks now uh, with my wife. We listen to it before we go to sleep at night, and we do enjoy the, the, you know, the discussions you, do, you, you have with your, your um, callers and everything, you know. Thank um, you, I, I'm, just wondering, I'm just wondering if your listeners are aware of um, the apparitions of Our Lady of Good Success, who appeared to Mother Mariana back in the 1600s. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she um, she foretold what was going to happen in our times. You know, that's right. Uh, every, everything from the children being misdirected, you know, yeah. uh, as they grow up, being told all this foolishness that's going on in the world. Yeah, that's uh, right. To um, the devil making its way to the top of the church. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Um, yes. What, what's your opinion about that? Oh, a, a thousand percent. I'm I'm with you and the apparitions of a lady of good success. Actually. Um, Uh, Not last year, but the year before, um, I and one of the sisters here went to Quito on on February 2nd. February 2nd is the presentation of our Lord in the temple. It happens to be uh, Our Lady of Good Success of the presentation. So we were there for her feast day when the angel, when the Our Lady that the angels themselves uh, built uh, was the only time she's brought into the church and we spent an entire week there and it was heaven. And uh, if anyone, Martin, I'm so grateful for your call. If anyone is not familiar with Our Lady of Good Success, says 1500s she appeared to mother yeah. mariana uh, there are books out on it um you should get them and all her just look up on the internet prophecies of our lady of good success and she told um mariana that um 
Mother Mariana religious, that um, these prophecies would begin to unfold in the 20th century, 500 years later. They weren't for then, they're for now, as you said, Martin. And everything Our Lady has said is coming true. Every single thing. Very, very important apparition, Our Lady of Good Success. Um, I would encourage everybody to look that up. In fact, we we brought back a, a a statue of her. Yes, yeah, I, 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 it's one place I actually love to go is Quito in Ecuador. Oh, you know, um, um, we have a we have we have a we have a visionary over here by the name of uh, uh, I think what's her name, Catherine or Katrina Gallagher or Catherine Gallagher. I'm not correctly. familiar. Uh-huh. And she's um, she has um, she's 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 trying to get some uh, prayer houses. Um, up and running in the, in America to help people, you know, get involved in prayer and all this, you know. But she's very mm-hmm. good. Apparently, she she actually foretold by through through Our Lady and Our Lord appearing to her, she foretold about this virus that we ne- that we're now dealing with uh, yeah. back in 2005. And mm-hmm. uh, she um, she was spot on. I couldn't believe it. You know, now mm-hmm. our, our, our 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 Lady did say that um, it would be like a plague that would develop in our um, in the next. A few years mm-hmm. that would spread worldwide and uh, kill a lot of people throughout the world, and now we're dealing with coronavirus. You know, yeah. so um, it's just um, she was so spot on. I, I'm just amazed by all these apparitions and everything. Now it's really yeah. got me more engrossed, in, it, and uh, it, it actually helps me pray more and more as well. You know, yeah, Martin, you're right on. You're absolutely right on. And normally we don't speak about apparitions, even private ones yes. that are not been approved by the church. But I. I tell you, along with with this Catherine, um, God is, I believe, speaking through many, many people today, um, as the scripture said he would in the end times. And I think we need to have hearts to hear. Um, so yeah. I, and as you say you. as well, um, Mother Miriam, as you sorry mm-hmm. for sorry for uh, taking over there. As you say yourself, we must pray, pray the rosary every day. And every day. Uh, you know, as Our Lady said, to pray in cynicals, uh, you know, um, uh, as as a group, yeah. you know, and um, pray the rosary every day. And you know, you never know the the power of prayer can help. You know. That's right, and especially as Our Lady encourages us to pray before the Blessed Sacrament. But when we pray in groups, it's especially effective. God sees us as his children. He wants us to come together as his family. So um, pray, pray, pray. And if you look at Ireland, Martin, people may say, what's the use? Look what happened to Ireland of all places. Yes. Ireland, oh, my look goodness. What, I couldn't look believe what, it myself. Yes. I know. What good is prayer? Yes. Well, don't ever say that. Don't ever doubt God. Don't ever doubt Our Lady. And Whatever no, shape no. Ireland is in, without prayer, it could be twenty times worse. So, without yes, prayer, so yes. don't ever doubt yes. the the power of of prayer, of uh, the instructions of Our Lady. She knows what's going yes. on. Exactly. Well, Mother Mary, as regards to prayer as well, now I have to say that like, it's been it's, it's it's been a great help to me because my my I have I have a brother who passed away two years ago. Oh. Unfortunately, he took his own life. You know, it was, oh, it was, um, it was very I'm bad, sorry, and uh, it, it really affected it really affected the family. You know, uh, but I definitely felt, you know, during that time especially, the power of prayer was amazing. You know, it really, you know, it, it brought some sort of comfort to you, I and mean, you, you mm-hmm. can't explain it. It just comes. It's like God is, is um, it, talking to your soul, God. really. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the grace of I mean, God. I won't hold you up because I know there's a few more callers maybe wanting to get through. Well, but I just yeah. wanted to tell you that we're, we we love watching you here and listening to you on the internet. And you're amazing. And um, keep up the good work. Okay. Yeah, and you too over okay. there. Give give everybody okay. our our love, and and we are we are praying for Ireland as well. It's just amazing what's going on there, Martin. 
I, I, you're, I'm very yeah. encouraged by your call. God bless you, dear one. No problem, child. Have a good day, sister. You Our too, mother. sweetheart. Bye-bye. Uh, Jessica, uh, we have an email that I started to take yesterday, and I promised, dear one, that I would begin with you today. Um, and Jessica writes, Dear Sweet Mother, thank you for speaking about the coming chastisement and warning. May God richly reward you for your courage. And she says, I don't want to take much of your time, but I cannot find this anywhere on the Internet. Could you please tell me how a general confession fits with the extraordinary graces received from Divine Mercy Sunday and the complete remittance remittance of sin and punishment? Now, before I go on about her children, let me answer that. When you make a general confession, uh, and that is to confess the sins of your entire life, um, and, and again, uh, it, it's not uh, it's, it's common that there are sins we're going to forget when I made a general confession the priest said just start and I'll stop you and ask questions so I would say uh, 20 years ago I did this and he'd say well did it also do this they also do this and I said yes and I wouldn't even have thought of it had he not asked me uh, do I know that I've commit, uh, confessed every sin of my whole life I'm sure I haven't but when we Uh, ask God to help us and the priests help us we confess and we're sorry for all our other sins millions of them I think Um, we receive absolution and we need to trust that whether or not even it could be uh, go home and say oh I forgot that one well I can go back and confess it at the next confession, but I'm, I have to trust that I'm forgiven in that general confession and then I'm given a penance and of course I need to do that penance. Is the penance in order that I can be forgiven? No, it's because I have been forgiven. And if my confession is sincere and I truly have a contrite heart and godly sorrow, I'm going to want to uh, take advantage of the gift of being um, allowed to make to repair some of the damage I've done temporally so it, it I can make reparation, reparation. If I'm sincere, I'm going to do that. Um, and so then I'm, I'm forgiven. Uh, but again, uh, I need to do penance and I need to, uh, all my sins are forgiven before God because every sin separates us from God. Uh, oh, they're all forgiven. Um, but we need to make temporal, uh, we need to make expiation. Uh, <clears throat> we need to atone, not for what Jesus did on the cross, but for the temporal effects of our sins on earth. I break a window, and I apologize to the people for the window I've broken, and they forgive me. This is good. But if I don't uh, earn the money to pay back the window to repair the damage I've done on earth, temporal damage, then my confession is, um, is uh, I'm trying to think of a good word for it, um, is, is it not genuine. Uh, it's not complete. Because if I'm sorry, like Zacchaeus up in the tree, <clears throat> Jesus forgave him and he said, I'm going to repay back everyone I've taken from fourfold. That's a, a truly contrite heart. If I don't want to restore the damage I've done, if I just say, well, tough, God forgave me, I don't need to do anything. Well, then my confession's not sincere. God forgave me so that I can eternally be with him. But if I don't show that I'm sincere, and repair the damage, or go and apologize, and uh, whatever the restitution must be, 
then uh, then I'm not forgiven. Uh, 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 oh, I can go on with that, but uh, I, I just want to make that point and not give keep giving illustrations. So it again, we get penance. We do penance is a tremendous gift to enable us to um, uh, to atone for, to pay for the temporal earthly effects of our sin, not the eternal effects that Jesus took care of on the cross, but the temporary effects. I need to pay back Mrs. Smith for the window. Uh, she forgave me. But if I just say thanks a lot and go on my merry way, uh, then forget it because I have not made restitution on earth. So uh, in a general confession, that's what happens. You are forgiven and you do the penance. Um, as far as the extraordinary grace is received on Divine Mercy Sunday, you are totally forgiven. There is no restitution needed, no penance needed. You are forgiven everything, uh, including temporal punishment, completely. No purgatory for you at all. Purgatory is for the uh, temporal punishment that we have not expiated on earth. But in Divine Mercy Sunday, plenary indulgence, if we follow the instructions, we're free from everything. It's extraordinary. Um, We'll come back from the break, and I'll continue this because it's very, very important. Uh, Call in with anything on your heart, beloved. Toll free, 1-877-511-5483. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations thank you for helping to save the culture. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam. How would you like to wake up each morning to inspiring sermons from knowledgeable and faith-filled priests? You can tune in to Sermons for Everyday Living every day at 6 a.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. You can listen on thestationofthecross.com or anytime on the free iCatholic Radio mobile app. God bless you. The Station of the Cross thanks our financial supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. As a nonprofit lay organization not affiliated with your diocese, our apostolate is listener-supported. Through your generosity, we're able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support, and may God bless you and your family. 
Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSight News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. We're in the middle of a um, <clears throat> uh, an email from um, from Jessica, and, and then we're going to go to your calls. I just want to finish this very important email. Jessica says, um, Could you please tell me how a general confession fits with the extraordinary graces received from Divine Mercy Sunday, which gives us the complete remission of sin and punishment? When we um, go to a general confession, we have um, the complete remission of sin, but not and punishment, uh, because we need to do penance. If we do not do sufficient penance, that's what purgatory is for. It is to expiate um, uh, the temporal, uh, the penance, the temporal effects of our sins on earth that we have not done on earth. If we don't do penances, if there are sins we haven't confessed, if we have not sufficiently atoned uh, for the sins we've committed again, uh, this would be very, very uh, uh, awful for Protestant ears to hear because they know Jesus uh, said it's finished. He atoned for all sins, which he indeed did. But we have to atone for the temporal effects on earth. You have a child, and they sin, and they disobey you, and they come. Mom, I haven't cleaned my room or whatever it is. That's very minor. And I'm so sorry I disobeyed you. I, I went out the window and played with my friends. And, and Mom says, thank you for telling me, sweetheart. Uh, you're forgiven, and I love you. But that's good. But if you leave it at that and you don't clean your room... Um, then you have work to do. And if you don't do it on earth, uh, you will spend that time in purgatory, uh, expiating for the sins that you haven't done on earth. That's what purgatory is for. When you have a general confession, you have punishment for the temporal sins on earth. If you do not do that, then we have uh, a place God has given us the gift of purgatory where we can be finally uh, cleaned up, so to speak, in order to appear before God in heaven. Purgatory is only for those on their way to heaven. It's not a second chance. Um, Whereas on Divine Mercy Sunday, this is extraordinary for everybody to know. I'm taking time with this because it is so extraordinary. This year, April uh, 2020, it's April 19th. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that was this past year. Um, and Jesus told St. Faustina that the Feast of Mercy would be a very special day when, quote, all the divine floodgates through which graces flow are open. That's from her diary, number 699. Our Lord made a great promise to all those souls who would go to confession and then receive him in Holy Communion on the Feast of Div- of Mercy, on the Sunday after Easter, which is now called Divine Mercy Sunday, through the Catholic Church, Jesus promised in the diary, number 1109, quote, <clears throat> The soul that will go to confession and receive Holy Communion shall obtain the complete forgiveness of sins and punishment. He went on to say, I want to grant a complete pardon to the souls that will go to confession and receive Holy Communion on the Feast 
of my mercy. So on Divine Mercy Sunday, beloved, um, and I'm just looking it up. There's so little time we have here, but the Internet uh, also talks about our uh, good articles about our current time. If we cannot get to mass, uh, that we can still receive a plenary, which means a full indulgence that God uh, wants to pour out his mercy on Divine Mercy Sunday on every soul, um, every single soul. And um, and you're forgiven and there's no plenary. If you die, then you go straight to heaven. No expiation, uh, no purgatory. It's an enormous, enormous, enormous grace. It doesn't even have to do with the degree of your penitence. He wants to pour out his mercy on you and be totally free every Divine Mercy Sunday. Okay, now, <clears throat> if you question that, just go ahead and look up um, Divine Mercy Sunday and what our Lord has said to St. Faustina. Um, and Jessica goes on to say, My sweet tween and teenage children are almost despairing of God's mercy when I mention we should make our general confessions. They are good, holy children, but I think their sense is, quote, what, Wait a minute, I thought Divine Mercy Sunday took care of all the sins and punishments of our past. If not, what's the point? Should we trust other pious devotions you have us do, Mom? Well, Divine Mercy Sunday did take care of all the sins and punishments of the past. Um, and so you can make a confession of everything since Divine Mercy Sunday. Yes, um, you can do that. Um, and But I would say even after you make a confession, if you, let's say you have all the graces poured out on you, and you know, let's say, uh, just take an extraordinary situation, um, you stole... Uh, one of your children went into a store and stole an iPhone and never confessed it, never returned it, never made restitution. And they go to Mass on Divine Mercy Sunday and they know they're forgiven. Should they trust that? Yes, they should trust that. Trust God who has given us such uh, unfathomable mercy. But then they know they've still done it. It's on their conscience. But they're forgiven. Is their heart and conscience clear? It is not because God gave us a good conscience. Should they still return that phone or still confess it? Should they go to confession and say, Father, I know I have received the plenary indulgence on Divine Mercy Sunday, but this is something I've never confessed. I know that God has forgiven me because I trust his graces and mercy, but I want to confess it because it's something I have done that I've never confessed, and I do want to make restitution, you see? So even after a general confession, if you remember something, are you forgiven? You are. But should you go back and confess it? Yes. Should you live with a state of guilt and self-condemnation? Absolutely not. Um you need to trust it. You don't have to confess every sin. But if you have committed um, a mortal sin, a sin that would be mortal, a grave sin, uh, and you say, well, how do I judge my sins? Don't worry about judging them. Uh, trust your conscience. If God wants to you to be, pay attention to it, make amends for it, um, he's going to put it on your heart. And if it's on your heart, go to confession. 
if it's on your heart, go to confession and say, I I know this was included in the general confession or on Divine Mercy Sunday, but it's on my heart and I've never personally told God I'm sorry for it. And you tell him you're sorry through the priest. It's very, very, very good. And it's very cleansing. You have to do it. You do not have to do it. But if you do it, it's very cleansing and very, very good for your soul. Uh, And so uh, Jessica says, certainly we could generally confess everything since our last Divine Mercy Sunday, but what about going back through our whole life? Um, Again, you you do not need to go back through your whole life. You can trust God's forgiveness on Divine Mercy Sunday, but it's very good for your soul to not have secrets. It's very, very good and humbling for you to... um, you know, we say, don't worry about your feelings, trust God's mercy. But if you're holding secret sins in your heart that you that you know you've done and haven't confessed, it is very life-giving and healthy for you to do that. You could be 12 years old or 16 years old, and you have done something really bad when you were 8 years old, and you trust you're forgiven, but you can't forget it. You know you've done it. It's on your soul, I promise you. If you go to the priest and you confess it um, through a general confession or just any confession, it doesn't have to be a general confession, um, you, will, you will be restored and, and grace will flow through your heart. So, um, Lou, dear one, I'm so sorry. That's our closing music. Um, uh, hopefully you can um, uh, call in on Monday. It's the weekend before us. Forgive me, dear brother, uh, that uh, Jessica's question was so important for everyone. So we'll speak with you all on Monday. Have a good weekend. On your knees, pray the rosary, dear ones. <laughs> 